there's some action behind it. Yes. Love's not just sitting there in your heart and in your mind. It's moving out, you know, into your prayers or your actions, Mm -hmm. whether with your hands or feet. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to Tangible Truth Podcast. I am thrilled today because I have Steve Goss with me today as my special guest. Hey, Steve. Hi, Susan. Always thrilled to have you with me on the Tangible Truth Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about something super special, I think, and it is actually love. Don't Mm. you love talking about love? High on my list every day. (laughs) Yes. Well, I hope so, especially with me, right? Yes. Um, But... I am. Last uh, last podcast, I had Laurel on, and we talked about thankfulness and gratitude, and it's just very fitting that we talk about love today, and we're going to talk about it in a very special way, that we all need that reminder about love showing up. I mean, love showing up, and you're thinking, listeners, uh, what's Susan talking about? But we are going to talk about it, and you're going to, I hope, really be inspired by it uh, through action. And I first want to read a scripture to you, and I really picked a different translation because I just love this. So listeners, I hope that you will really also be inspired by this translation, and then we're just going to dig right in. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Isn't that beautiful? That is. And so that's the Passion Translation? That's the Passion Translation. I just love the wording of that um, because it says so much. And so I kind of wanted to use that scripture but talk about really the different parts of that and what that really means because, wow, one of the aspects of it is so very important to actually just meet people where they are, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. It's exactly what Jesus did. He met people exactly where they were, not try to fix them or change them, just actually meet them where they are. And that's a model for us, not to correct them or change them, but instead recognize where they are in that very moment, right? Right, yeah. Well, first of all, you know, I don't think I have any special qualifications for this podcast here today, except (laughs) that uh, I know I'm loved by Jesus and I know I love you. So Mm -hmm. I'll be happy to contribute where I can. 
<clears throat> but this actually came from an article you'd written some time ago and mm-hmm. kind of had a purpose to it about how when love's applied, then even as a group of people, uh, it kind of draws them even closer together. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's maybe the direction that you're looking at and love showing up. Uh, a lot of people might think of it as just kindness or um, something they've typically done, you know, for other people at certain points in their lives, you know, taking meals to someone when they've had a loved one die or, you know, just being around during difficult times or celebrating with them on different things. But, you know, I think if we dig deep and we find that the love is the motivator for that, then it's going to be that much more effective. It's going to be that much more meaningful and, you know, put in the right hands, it will mean a lot to people. Yes, and you brought up a really good point that, you know, when Paul wrote this, he writes about the Corinthians, and I asked the question actually in the article, can the love that Paul wrote about in that scripture that I read uh, to the Corinthians turn a community into a family? And my quick answer to that was yes, by love showing up. It can. It can, to your point, bring a community together. And what does community look like to you? It can be a lot of people. It can be two people. It can be, you know, your family. It can be your neighborhood. It can be your community group. It can be those that you're trying to reach out to that are in need. It can be whoever you're serving. And that's what love does. It shows up. And when you are, as I started out the podcast, meeting people where they are in their greatest need, uh, when they are in pain, when they are celebrating, when you're showing up where they are. And, you know, God in Scripture, in Romans twelve fifteen, it says, actually, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Um, that's a version of let's meet people where they are, you know, because you can rejoice and be happy with people and you can cry with people. And that's meeting meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't know what to do. People ask me as a therapist all the time, I don't know what to say to people when they're grieving. I, I really don't know what to say. And I term it a lot of times as the ministry of presence, Sometimes you don't have to say a word. Just you being there is called uh, the ministry of presence. And that's you serving those that you love. You're serving them by, by being there. That's a need in their life. And that's called community to them. Right. And that is love showing up, right? Uh, and that's another way of love showing up. In, and so, again... That's someone meeting somebody else's need in a very, very unique way at a very unique time in their life. When you don't know what to do, you just show up. And uh, one of the one of the phrases that you and I have commented on in this article that I wrote was that love sacrifices for those that it serves. That phrase meant a lot to you, Steve. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, you know, if you think about, you know, what's, what is love? What is the definition of love? You think about you put someone else's best interests above yours. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, 
you sort of project the best that you want for someone else onto them without any regard to what it might cost you, without any regard of getting anything in return. That's mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's why this that one line that, that you had in there about it sacrifices for those it serves. It's serving and it sacrifices. And it's why it's such a, a, a strong motivator. It's, it's, it's such a strong adhesive, if you will. You know, love kind of brings and bonds people together in a way that transcends biology if you're talking about family. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're related either legally or, you know, by descendants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's something perhaps even much stronger than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when you're talking about a community becoming family. Yes, I mean, it can, just because if everyone has that sort of attitude that emanates from their heart and their minds uh, and projects toward those other people, uh, then that's love, and it is bringing people together, and it's very attractive. Very. And people, other people see that and want it. Yes. You know? Um, You know, I experienced it, and you did with me, you know, when Mother died. Mm-hmm. I saw love showing up in a very tangible way uh, for me and for us as a family. And, you know, people would say, I don't, I don't really know what to do. Even some people didn't know what to do. So therefore, they prayed. And then some that did know what to do would uh, send a text of encouragement. Uh, they would bring me, everyone knows that I go to Onyx Coffee all the time. And so they would bring me a coffee at the hospital when mother was there for 27 days. You know, they would bring me coffee and deliver it to me or deliver food to our house or they would send me a gift card. And the list just goes on and on because love shows up in many ways and in different forms. So it was a beautiful, beautiful example of love showing up for me and for us, Steve, and for our family and for others to see. And like I said, those that know me knew all my favorite places, and those that didn't know what to do, they were praying, and they would text me and say, I I was praying, and it was beautiful, and it gave me such hope and encouragement. And then after Mother passed, this all continued. Right. So for quite some time. Right. And that was love showing up. Yeah. You know, so love is a romantic feeling towards someone else. Yes, that's one level mm-hmm. of love. But, you know, when when you're using the term love shows up, mm-hmm. I, really, I really think that what people want to grasp from that is there's some action behind it. Yes. Love's not just sitting there in your heart and in your mind. It's moving out, you know, into your prayers or your actions, mm-hmm. whether with your hands or feet. So um, what do you do kind of in your heart and in your mind to put those interests of someone else above your plans for the day, for instance, um, and how are you going to reach out to them? How are you going to think about them? How are you going to do something for them? Uh, you know, and some of the more special things you get might be pretty simple, but you know they've thought about you. Exactly. They bought 
brought you your favorite latte. You know? <laughs> exactly. The 16-ounce almond milk latte. <laughs> fixed with geometry. Fixed with geometry. So, <laughs> no. you know, and, you know, so when someone sort of put themselves into your mind mm-hmm. um, and taken that effort, you know, then that, that kind of transcends a lot of things and it really connects you with people. It really does. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I remember back when in your teaching days when you taught PET. Uh-huh. Program for Effective Teaching. Program uh-huh. for Effective Teaching. I think I remember you talking about, you know, you, you what you try to do is get people to take their strength. What was it? If you played the piano or if you were a coach and you yes. could throw a football or, you know, if you could blow the biggest bubblegum bubble, you know, use that, you know, to try to, to attract the kids, the students, in, in, mm-hmm. into learning better. It's the same sort of mindset of kind of using what you've got, but also now you're thinking about what's that other person's, what what do they love, mm-hmm. and how do I connect with that? Oh uh, yes. So yes, um, you know. So the latte is a great way for me to you surprise do. you and bring you a latte. Yes, it's an extra effort, and you're doing something that you know that I love. Right. You're going to get something right. you know that yeah, I love. Since I don't like coffee, I get nothing in return <laughs> from this visit. You know. So uh, anyway, but. Happy to do it, and I know you love it. And yes. uh, so those are the kinds of things, simple as they might be, and mm-hmm. some can be a lot bigger. But again, it's kind of putting yourself in a position to be thinking about them. That's exactly right. And you know, one of the things that I quoted uh, in this article was actually Abraham Lincoln. He, I didn't know this, but he had the quote: "Actions speak louder than words." I didn't know he was the one that that had that quote. And interestingly, we also find this phrase in Scripture. In John, 1 John 3.18, it says, Dear, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. So that's God's version of that. Uh, so it's exactly what you're saying. Put it. Put action to it, right? Right. And so that's a great example that you just gave. And God, God confirms that through Scripture uh, that love is action. And so, uh, but being other focused, and I will take a side note here therapeutically, and say when clients come in, either depressed, really depressed, or have a high level of anxiety. One of the things that I, well, one of the two, well, there's two things that we've just talked about today. Uh, assess their level of community, who in their life has is community to them. Mm-hmm. And because isolation is very bad for someone who is depressed, anxiety. And then I also highly recommend we find ways that they can be other focused. How can they serve? When you are other-focused, it lifts your spirits so much. It lowers anxiety. This is proven. This is not just from Susan Goss. This is a proven researched and researched. It lowers anxiety. It helps people who are depressed very much. I I literally find, we find and think through how can we be other focused? Because if you're not other focused and you're in isolations, it forces you to be 
uh, self-absorbed. Yes, very much so. And that is not uplifting because you're thinking of everything that's negative. It's the opposite of what the last podcast was about is getting up every morning. What can I be thankful for? And going to bed every night, what can what was good about today, uh, which also helps lower anxiety. So that's a practical note about about that as well. Right. Is that would that hold up medically? Absolutely. Steve is a physician sure. for those yeah. that don't know. Yeah, so you know, I think those some of those same studies show what are one of those strongest factors that, you know, contribute to people living longer. It's the relationships. Well, it's true. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're talking about helping with depression, lowering anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, if you kind of boil it down more medically, it's lowering stress. It's lowering those responses in your systems to stress. So you lower cortisol levels and, you know, so you lower blood pressure. There's there's a lot of benefits, just medically speaking, to lowering stress anxiety and uh, having those relationships around you all the time and because it does get the focus off yourself the lord built us in a way to work that way and you kind of and i think in some respects you sort of dispel that energy off in a different direction Uh, and when you are so self-absorbed and introspective all the time then it's easier to get more negative but when you're Mm -hmm. giving away Mm -hmm. then you're adding to the bank, if you will. Absolutely. You're making deposits, mm-hmm. and uh, not only here on this earth, but in heaven. Absolutely. If, if Very you're a eternal. Christian and if you're looking that way, that's exactly right. Absolutely. He did fearfully and wonderfully make our bodies. That's right. And so. And we're made in, our, in his image. In his image. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not really physical, that's a relationship. Mm hmm. Uh, he wants to be in relationship with us, and mm-hmm. he's made us to be in relationship with him and with others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Great conversation around that. I think that is very helpful to our listeners. And, you know, as far as love showing up, I think a great question for all of us to ask is ourselves is it's wonderful to receive it and to be able to say, wow, love showed up in my life. You know, that's awesome to be able to say that. But it's a great question to ask ourselves, how can we show love so someone else can say about us, love showed up through Susan Goss. Love showed up, which is God. Love is God. You know, God through Susan showed up in my life today or through Steve. Uh, So be asking God, how can you use me today? And so and so's life, uh, and he will reveal that. Because, mm-hmm. like so many people, I I don't know what to say. I don't know what my what my role is. So God, please show me. It may be a prayer. If it's a prayer, send a text. I prayed for you today. Mm-hmm. Send an email. Send a note. A good old fashioned note <laughs> means a lot to people with a stamp on it. You know, we don't do that very often anymore it means the world to people so it's a it's a treasure to receive that because what just like you said thought went in to that right. uh so it's a gift right. but love shows up yeah. in so many different ways it like does. i said 
You know, the other thing, just as you're talking about it, maybe to wrap up our time here, is if you're kind of struggling on what to do, well, who's really blessed you? Mm -hmm. What's someone done for you that really showed love? Well, imitate that. Mm, You know, Paul in his writings would tell his churches, imitate me. Mm. Um, So, you know, look for examples. But the other great thing is the better you are at practicing it, Mm -hmm. the more of an example you're going to be to other people, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's going to keep paying forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So love's the strongest. Faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. Is love. And Mm -hmm. um, it's it's the most powerful force in the universe. It is. Yes. What a great podcast, Steve. Thank you so much for joining me. I loved talking about it. And Steve Goss, I love you. I love you, too. Thanks, listeners, so much. This is a special, special uh, podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 